Welcome to the Beyond Football Show. Here's your host, Hannah Hall and Kate Lay. Hey guys, welcome back to the Beyond Football Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hall. And I'm Kate Lay, here to talk about all things Beyond Football. Today we actually have a really special guest. Oh, you yeah. might know him as a background dancer for MC Hammer, or you might know him as Coach Carter. And you know, we're really lucky to have him on the show. So let's welcome Coach Carter. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, it's a pleasure to be here. You, this is a wonderful show, and I'm excited about being on here. Y'all do a wonderful job. So whatever you, you want to know, even though you let my secret out the bag already, <laughs> feel free to ask, and I'm going to be open and candid and All right. let you know everything about myself. Yeah, let's do this. I mean, like I said, me, I know Coach Carter. Coach Carter is involved in so much stuff, whether it's involving – social injustices and helping lead teams in that aspect, whether it's being our recruiting, recruiting coordinator and running back mm -hmm. coach, or being the lead choreographer for MC Hammer. So kind of what I want to touch up on, I want to get to know you. Can you tell me okay. where it all started? What's the origin story? Tell me your back, back story. Like, where are you from? And, you know, how did you get to be where you are now? Okay. Well, um, Coach Alonzo Carter. I uh, was born and raised in Oakland, California, West Oakland, California, to be exact. Um, raised by my mother, Mary Abraham, a single mom, raising four children on her own. Uh, I never, I didn't meet my dad until I was in my 20s. He was incarcerated, so it was tough. And, at, and even myself, at the age of 17, I was a teenage dad. Um, I went to McClymouth High School, where I graduated in 1986 and graduated with a son. It was tough being a, not only not having a father, but being a father myself and kind of navigating myself through that. But through academics, I was a, a strong member of Mills College Upper Bound Program. So it kind of prepared me how to apply. Back then you'd have to write letters to get into school. And so I got, I got accepted to Cal State Hayward, which y'all call Cal State East Bay now, and San Jose State. So I chose to go to Cal State Hayward because I wanted to be around to be a father to my son because growing up without a father, I knew the importance of being a father to my son. So I wanted to go, not only still go to college, but also help raise my son, which I did. And I played football and ran track while I was there. I was a walk-on, didn't get a scholarship or anything and tried out for the team and ended up becoming a starter my junior year in football and ran on the track team my freshman and sophomore year. And after my junior year, you know, my hobby was dance. I used to love to dance. I used to love James Brown and all these different, just music and stuff, Morris Day in the Time and all that old school stuff. Of course, Michael Jackson too. But there was a local artist at the time by the name of MC Hammer, which was from Oakland. And come to find out, he went to the same school as me, which is McClymouth. And he was local at the time, and he was really blowing up. And he shot a video downtown Oakland at Sweet Jimmy's. And me and my best friend, Michael Session, went auditioned for the video. We weren't even part of it. We kind of maneuvered our way to be in it. And if you look at the original Let's Get It Started video, you'll see myself in there and my best friend, Michael session and we're dancing in it and that kind of opened the door for me to kind of chase a second career because while I was a junior in school I kind of 
seeing that Hammer now he signed a major deal with Capitol Records. Yeah. So myself and my friend Alvin Howard, he was going to Cal State Northridge. I used to get on the Greyhound bus on weekends and drive down to Southern California. When I would know MC Hammer would shoot a video, and we would just show up, and he'd be like, "Hey, didn't I just see you?" And yeah. So we were we were extras in Turn This Mother Out video. We were extras in his group Oaktown Three Five Seven video. So after being extra for him, he kind of gave us an opportunity, myself, Alvin, and my other two friends, Steve and Sydney, to choreograph uh, for his first video, which was coming out, which was They Put Me in the Mix, the remix, which he did. We ended up performing on Arsenio Hall. And um, he that summer, my summer job was traveling on the Budweiser Superfest with MC Hammer as his background dancer and doubling up dancers for Oaktown 357 and Ace Juice. Not too bad so. of a summer job, I will say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> summer job. <laughs> Traveling on tour with Guy and Heavy D and the boys. And, you know, it was just, uh, you know, Patty LaBelle. It was the Budweiser Super Festival wow. in 89. We traveled from June all the way to August. So when it was time for me to go back to school in August, I had a big decision, you know, because everybody's goal is to be a professional athlete. Let's be honest, you know. So me playing football, and I kind of realized, well, I met a lot of professional athletes while I was on tour. I met Magic Johnson. I met Deion Sanders, you know, uh, Barry Sanders. You meet all these people, and you go Emmett Smith. Like, hmm, maybe I need to think about doing something else because these dudes is big. It's like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to be a professional football player, but I, that just, at that time, I decided this would be a great opportunity for me to take care of my son and my family, help my mom. Uh, and I decided to go pro, but it wasn't in sports. It was as a dancer. Wow. So I left school the spring of the summer of 89, which was my junior year. I still had another year to graduate to get, go to college. But I went on tour. We started training for Hammer's second album, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. And we went to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and trained at Paisley Park Studio, which was owned by Prince. Wow. So we went on this big old underground training thing, and next thing you know, we produced You Can't Touch This, That's Why We Pray, um, uh, Dance Machine, uh, Have You Seen Her, all these different songs and Hammer's 10 million album, which went diamond, which hasn't been done since, 10 million albums sold. My I would, myself and my friends, we were the lead choreographers for that. And it was just a blessing to travel the world. We did Oprah. We did the Grammys. We did the American Music Awards, the MTV Awards, the Billboard Awards. You name it, I've been blessed to be a part of that. But what I did as that was winding down, because you can't dance your whole life. Yeah. I started to figure out what's next. Because remember, I was a college student. So I just wasn't you know, like a groupie type chasing trying to get clout because of hammer i always was thinking business in the back of my head what's yeah. going to be my next move while we're on tour with him and we shot our last video as a group at southern university we were the first group to shoot a video on a college campus and if you look up whole frat swing we had our own song of him we shot a video on his campus on southern university campus in louisiana that's when I started. This is 91 now. This is two and a half years later. Well, 92, I'm sorry. It's like, you can't dance forever. And even in music, think about music. Music changes so much. Every The people you liked when you were 
probably a freshman in college. You're probably listening to a third of that music or a fourth of that music. So we knew it was time to make the next move. And for me, I didn't know what that next move was going to be. So I decided once I came off tour, while I still had the spotlight on me, I went back to my community, which was McClymouth High School, and started volunteering as a high school track coach and football coach. So who knew years later that this was going to be a career? Well, during that time coaching, I met a friend by the name of Brent Brennan, which Uh. happened to be a receiver coach at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. He got hired at a school named San Jose State as the receivers coach, but he recruited Oakland. So during that time, me and Brent Brennan became friends, like really like friends, not just coach to coach. No, we became friends and kept in contact with each other. And um, I started doing real well coaching. I won my first championship in 2001 at McClymouth High School. I had over 10 players get Division I scholarship. I had over 100 plus players while I was coaching. I had Army All-Americans and uh, uh, Elite 11 quarterbacks and all these guys going to college from the inner city of Oakland. It kind of was way more than I anticipated. But remember, I left and I never went back to school. Right. So through the advice of people like Brennan, they was like, hey, man, you're kind of blowing up in this coaching thing. What do you want to do with it? And I was like, well, I just like helping the kids. It was like, okay, well, you got kids yourself. You're a father. You, you need to start thinking about helping yourself. So I went from a climate high school where I had over 100 plus players go to college. Then I went to Berkeley High School for three years and was successful, won three championships there. Then I got offered a job to become the head coach at Contra Costa Junior College, which is in San Pablo, which is near Richmond, California. And that was a tough job because they were bad. They were one in 19, they wasn't winning. And I was like, how do I turn this thing around? And three years later, we won our first championship and I ended up being there seven years. And I had another 100 plus players get college scholarships. But the difference this time, now I meet my wife, Roselle Carter. I'm 40, I get married. And I'm like, I need to go back to school because I never went back to school to finish getting my degree. It was so long, Cal State Hayward now changed his name to Cal State East Bay. It ain't even... (laughs) They don't even have the same name. And here's the blessing of helping people. There was my counselor, which his name was Ishman Anderson, the EOPS counselor at Cal State East Bay. He was one of my former students, a young man that I coached and helped get a scholarship to UC Davis. He graduates from UC Davis. He gets his master's degree from UCLA. Now he's a counselor He's encouraged now, just like I encouraged him to go to college. Now he's encouraging me to coach. You can do this. And I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I got a whole year. Now my the, the, the catalog is different. So some of the classes that I took in the 80s, they don't count no more. So it was like, oh man, I don't have the time to do this. But between my wife, Roselle Carter, she encouraged me, Coach Brennan, and our athletic director John Wade at, at Contra Costa and Ishman Anderson. I went on a two and a half year journey, taking classes online, driving from San Pablo to Hayward in the middle of the day, take some time on night classes from six to 10 while I was coaching a full-time job and working at Contra Costa. I was a student and I was determined to get my degree. 
And when I finally got my degree that December, when I graduated, that same friend, that Brent Brennan, guess what? Now he's the head coach of San Jose State. So he gets hired in December. I get my degree in December. And in order to be a Division One coach, you need to have a degree. Well, I have wow. a degree. He hires me, and now I'm on here talking to you. So I'm living proof that despite all different things, all the different adversity, coming from the inner city, being a teenage dad, not having a dad, um, I kind of touched on it earlier on two different interviews. My brother, my younger brother was shot and killed by the police in 2009. Um, my mother went through a serious drug addiction during this different time. So I had a lot of reasons to stop. And, and feel sorry for myself or be angry or whatever, but I just felt education was going to be the key for me and my children, which now I have my younger son, Alonzo Carter II. He goes to Cal State East Bay. He has his degree. I have my daughter, Alana Carter. She goes to Cal State Northridge. She graduates next month. And I have my two sons, Malachi Miller. He's here at San Jose State. Mm -hmm. And my other son, on a football, he's on a football scholarship. And then my other son, Anthony Carter, he goes to UC Berkeley on a full academic scholarship. Nice. So wow. education was something that I kind of molded myself to be. And, and I just knew that was the key to changing my life. And it's kind of now spearheaded to my children. My 11-year-old daughter, she's an honor roll student. So just a living example. I'm a living proof of living examples. You put yeah. your mind in something, despite all the different negative outside influences, that you can be successful whatever you choose to do. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. I mean, I like I said, I know you, and I think everyone in the Spartan community is aware of who Coach Carter is, but I think that that was really a true deep dive into that yeah. background story. Also, the journey with MC Hammer was just absolutely insane, and that life that you got to live um, and travel, yeah. and travel those amazing places. It's so awesome. Um, and I was going to ask how you kind of everything went to full circle and you turn into a coach yeah. at San Jose State. And I, one thing I would like to point out, because as we know, this is the Beyond Football Show, um, mm -hmm. connections are key and networking is helpful in the professional career. But I do want to kind of talk to you about something, something pretty, pretty sure. awesome. So we know <laughs> that you were actually on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I want to know more about that experience. And for those who want to watch this whole episode, please search Ellen Surprises Coach Alonzo Carter and San Jose State football team on YouTube. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead and tell me about that experience because well, that's that, a once-in-a-lifetime experience as well. Yes, that was on my bucket list because, you know, <laughs> I've done Oprah and Ellen. That's a, head, that's a great list to have. Oh, yeah. So what happened was true story. Coach Brennan always plays music at practice. That's what we do since we first got here. He just wanted to change the environment. He wanted to invite the alumni, the boosters, the fans, the, the students to come watch us practice. But when you're there, sometimes we would have our music playing uh, through a, you know, however they had a pre-programmed. But on this particular day, we had a live DJ, DJ Brother Reese. Shout out to DJ Brother Reese. He's playing the music and no one's really tripping and the practice ends and we all nodding our head and you can't touch this come on now we listen to music every day right. never there's never been once that it's been an mc hammer song played it <laughs> so when the song first came on if you watch the video you see me say no man that's super freak which is rick james which is the song that 
hammer used to sample for you can't touch this. And then I'm nodding my head like, hey, that's that's actually hammer. And then I look over at Coach Brennan and he's smiling and I'm like, no. So it's all pre-set up. Cam Rafford's recording me, I have no idea. The DJ was already tipped to play the music. Right. Brennan, like, come on. The players don't know I used to dance with MC Hammer. They had no clue. To them, I'm Coach Carter. And he like, come on. And he, and he gave me that look like, I said, come on. So he <laughs> kind of called me out, put me on the spot. And I just tried to remember, I haven't done this choreography in over 20-something years. What is, what are the parts that I remember? What are the things that make people remember that song? So as the song is playing, I just gave him a little bit kind of mix some different parts over together. And next thing you know, you know, everybody's all, oh, coach, give me high fives and pat me on the back, but didn't think nothing of it. And get home that night, it's on Channel 2 News. And I'm like, hey, who's doing the news? And then coach, <laughs> you just back up dancing for MC Hammer, San Jose State. Okay, it's local, no biggie. Now it's on Instagram, now it's on Twitter. Next thing you know, this thing goes viral. And as it goes viral, we're talking over millions of views for this video. I'm starting to get requests to do these interviews. So I go into Coach Brennan's office and him and Ben Themis was in there. I said, man, I'm not here to be known as the backup dancer for MC Hammer. I'm here to be known as a football coach. And he's like, chill out, man. Just relax, bro. It's okay. I'm like, no, I don't want to be doing none of these interviews talking about dancing and but it was great publicity and fun for the school and for me and the program. But he made a good point. He's like, well, go through Lawrence and the interviews that you feel comfortable with doing, then do them. The ones you don't, you don't have to. So I talked to my wife and she was like, yeah, well, the only one I want is, we, she just randomly said it. The only one I really want to see you do is Ellie. You know, I'm not tripping on all because on that, all that other stuff. You need to focus on right. coaching. So I comes to Cam that Monday. I said, hey, man, um, once you put that together, since it's starting to get a little buzz, ESPN, ABC, I mean, it's everywhere, send that to Ellen and see what they think. So Cam Rafford sends the video to Ellen, and they liked it. So they said, let's have y'all do a, 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 a interview to see if we can get y'all on the show, you and some of the players. So we, we, we did two rounds of that. So here we are talking, introducing ourselves. They're asking them about me and giving all this great feedback. I'm hearing all this great stuff about myself from the players and they're talking about video and all that. Well, the third round of the interviews, we were supposed to be we were on the football field. And I found it to be a little strange because they mic me up and have me have the different stuff on. Coach Brennan, I'm like, why is the AD here? What is Marie doing on here? Why does she want to? <laughs> Why does she want to see us doing an audition to get on the show? And different people that normally don't be at the practice was there. And I was like, why are we on the field? The other two interviews, we were inside. So it was about myself and maybe 20, 25 players. I'd get the headphones on, and they, next thing you know, it's this big TV, and they, they Hi, hey, Coach Carter. And I'm like, whoa, we had, I had no idea. It was Ellen. So we're on the show, and she interviews me. We go crazy. We have fun. And I, you know she made me dance, which I didn't mind. So I did the dance and all that. We had a great time, and it was just like to, to, to speak something into existence. Is that, that was a living example. And I have to thank 
Cam for that, and as well as to Brooke, which I'm sure we'll touch on that with the Beyond Football program, because not only did we dive into the dancing piece, we dived into what the Beyond Football program does for our community out here in San Jose. So being on Oprah, being on Ellen, those are on my bucket list, so I'm, I'm all right. It was fun. She was great. <laughs> you know, we had a good time, and it was just something that I, I can't really put into words to how much fun we had doing it. And yeah. I watch it. I come back and peek at it sometimes. <laughs> no, definitely. I have to say, you know, I was really caught between colleges, you know, and I would look up San Jose State on YouTube, and then I see this Ellen video, and then I see a coach dancing, and I was a dancer in high school, so I'm like, okay, maybe this yeah. is cool, you know, everyone's hype. Yeah. This is probably the school to go oh, to. <laughs> see, Kate, see, it worked. It worked. <laughs> so it did end up working. You know, it's crazy how the world really works. And correct me if I'm wrong, you know, during the whole Ellen show and you guys were publicized, was Beyond Football mm -hmm. a program yet or was it in the works? You know, what was Beyond Football at the time? Beyond Football had just started. We had, so Brooke had just got hired that spring, so you got to figure Ellen show what until the fall. And it was just amazing to see her start from scratch, what she did. Coach Brennan one gave her full cablanche, like, you're the head coach. You're This is you. This is what you do. I used to watch her every day in a little small office just calling people and putting things together. And one of the biggest things I loved about what she was doing was taking the young men on site tours to – Google, Apple, Facebook, you know, all these different places, showing them what we have to offer as far as Silicon Valley and teaching them how to do resume building, um, just teaching them how to do interviews, introducing them to other professionals, whether it be a fire department or police chief or different people, San Jose Sharks, you know, just bringing different people to talk to them about beyond football, have a goal, have a whether it be in the tech world or us going and talking and speaking to children at elementary schools, mentoring, working at the Boys and Girls Club. I mean, all these different things, it was like, Tobruk took it and just ran with it. And we just jumped out there and with the video, yes, that was key. But Ellen was also a combination of those two things because she was paired up with Cheerios and they were rewarding different programs for doing community service and community outreach. And we, the number of community service hours we did was the most in the history of any sports program on, in our campus and especially in our community. And we were very active and that, that hat off goes to, to Brooke, you know, to Brooke ran with it. She was there. I mentioned her name on, when I, on Ellen, you hear, you hear me say to Brooke Blaine, but people probably know who, you know, but, she was so instrumental into making sure that San Jose State football program was active in the community and giving back. And she being a former cheerleader coach herself, I'm gonna tell her a secret. She had me in there dancing with her one time, teaching her the typewriter <laughs> in my office. And you can Google that too. It shows me and her dancing. So to Brooke, you know, she can dance a little bit too, but Kipsy oh, yeah. Hammer was one of her favorites. So. We just have fun with it. We enjoyed ourselves. I enjoy working with her. What she's done now, now it's beyond Sparta, you know, which is for all the programs. So that little bitty office working for Beyond Football has 
led to what we have now. And I just love working with her and she's the best at what she does. And without her, plus the video together, there wouldn't have been no Ellen. So she, she Ellen show. So she's, she deserves her, her roses while she's here because she does a wonderful job and, and the players love what she do. And she's no joke now. She's very persistent about getting things done. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I just want to tell her thank you and, and look at y'all. Y'all reflect <laughs> y'all part of y'all product. So I think the Beyond Football Program and now the Beyond Sparta Program is something that San Jose State can feel proud about. Yeah, definitely. I think that that was such an awesome experience. One, the experience, but two, like you said, it helps definitely jumpstart the Beyond Football Program and lead into what we have now. Um, with Ellen, she even had a generous donation of twenty thousand um, dollars. Helped get us our feet wet and help us get ready yes. to go out there into the real world. And she bought <laughs> shirts. She bought all kinds of stuff. She, to Brooke, took every that money and strategically used it and gave and put it and invested it in the program and made sure like shirts like that you have on, just being very visual and just I mean when I yeah really out there. I mean she was just. She's a beast. That's all I can say. You know, she and I told her, I said, if you need my help, I we can play a little good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. You know, you be the good cop, I'll be the bad cop. I'll make sure they get it done. And right. and it was probably one of the best hires, you know, Coach Brennan could have made because she's taking this football program and help us go to another level. Yeah, no, definitely. You heard it here, folks. A testimony from Coach <laughs> Carter. Beyond football is doing great and we are helping out the athletes here you know and we talk about community and you said yourself you worked with many schools you know you coached a lot of teams so you know what really sets San Jose apart from different schools you know as a recruiting coordinator as well you know you want to get these future recruits to get really hyped up about San Jose you know and obviously beyond football is something that really does set it apart so kind of just go into that you know when you talk to these future recruits well the biggest thing we sell is the family environment we are family i mean like hannah say i knew her when I dealt with her but i never i would hope when she sees me even though i'm football and, and there's different sports i'm approachable i'm someone that she okay. if there's an issue can come talk to you about you know so we coach brennan was big on us being present on campus you know, because a lot of people don't realize we're on South Campus and the campus is away and then the different sports intermingling. We at their games, cheering for them, especially all the women's sports, you know, just showing them that just because we're football, we're no different than anybody else. So selling that to parents, I'm, we're fathers. We're fathers before we're coaches. So we wanted them to know if you seeing your young man at San Jose State University, you're getting a full round you get one of the most diverse campuses in the country you get it's located right downtown san jose in a community that is 15 minutes from silicon valley what can you reach out and touch facebook twitter paypal tesla zoom you know all these different places are five or ten minutes away zoom i, I just found out about a month ago i said hey i was over friend is that Zoom? You know, the building is literally downtown, you know, so you have all the, I was with my wife last weekend, we passed PayPal. I'm like, wait a minute, that's PayPal? So all these places are right here at your fingertips. So we really put an emphasis here at San Jose State. Not only can you get a good education, you can set yourself up 
for you or whatever that professional aspects outside of football that can tie you into doing that, doing internships and stuff while you're still a student. So once you're done, you have a career in mind other than the NFL. If, and we want you all to have that dream because if you're good enough, you're good enough. We have players in the NFL right now, but we have more players working professionally than playing professionally. So that's very important. Our graduation rate is, is the highest it's ever been as a football program. We've had 60-plus players on, on 3.0 or better, which is the highest it's ever been in a football program. Our team GPA is the highest in the history of the football program that we've been in for four years. All that's been under Coach Brennan's watch. So if I'm a parent, which I am, my son, Malachi Miller, I'm a parent. I said, they recruited him. They sat in my living room and talked to my wife and, my, and Malachi, in which I didn't have much to say. I was just sitting there. So because I didn't want to get in the way of the pitch from the head coach. So it was, it was, it was just, it, I felt like as a father that this university, what it has to offer and what the educational piece and the social piece and the just being so diverse is to me nothing like it in in the Mountain West. There's no other school like it. If you wanted to say someone's a close second, San Diego State. But I felt what we, we have to offer. <laughs> I said a close second. Yeah. <laughs> I said the key is second. But I felt like we were where we, because they were our standard. When we got hired, we wanted to surpass Fresno State, San Diego State, Boise State. They were the, the standard in our conference. Well, what separates us? What, what we can offer you professionally, we're not talking about professional sports, just the environment of being able to tap into Apple, Google, you know, all these different situations that you can say, hey, I can make a career and work on that career while I'm still active in school and be involved with programs like Beyond Football and in the same breath, meet these people as I'm climbing to figure out who I am professionally and personally. And I think that's what makes us different and separates us from any school. And then on top of it, get a great education because what we have to offer with all our different uh, uh, degrees and different things that people choose to go into different fields is second to none. So I just think that we as a university should feel proud about who we are and what we do and what we represent. Yeah, so I, That's my pitch. I could not agree more. I think that that's an excellent yeah. pitch and anyone who's listening to that should definitely be sold. I know if I was not already a student here, I would be. And I mean, I can definitely attest to that family atmosphere. Um, like you said, I mean, I do feel like I can come to you and I'm not, yeah. obviously not even one of your players. And I think mm -hmm. that that relates and I think football is really setting a culture um whether that's you know respecting women and respecting other women's team sports I mean I've seen yes. football I know in our 2018 Mountain West Championship for women's soccer you guys were all out there lining up the fences Fired up. it was so Fired fun up. you know what I mean so going to horns everything exactly. <laughs> just showing that support and you get that at San Jose State you get it socially yes. you get it professionally and you can yes. climb that mountain um as an athlete as well but yes while we have you, we have the recruiting coordinator and running back coach here. And mm -hmm. to our future recruits who are listening, what is a piece of advice you would like to give them? The biggest thing is to make sure that you're sound academically, because I don't care how good of a player you are. If you want to make sure that that profile meets 
different universities because in in here we have a culture that our culture is solid and we want great student athletes. I didn't say good, we want great student athletes. Obviously you can play football or we wouldn't be recruiting you. But right. what type of academic profile do you have with that? Because that's important that you fit in because we went from last place to first place. This was no accident. This was built. We developed our talent. Not only did we recruit good talent, we developed that talent. And we got a lot of players. 90% of our players are from the state of California. So we put a big emphasis on not only just the Bay, which is our shield debate. That's our mon that's our mantra. We go down to Central California, Southern California. I mean, we wanted to make sure we brought the best players from the state of California and made them feel good about coming to San Jose State. And three years later, that fourth year, here we go. Coach Brennan said we're going to climb the mountain. He made that up during COVID. That was his mantra. We get back, we're going to climb the mountain. 2020 Mountain West Champs. So that's it's proven. Now we on the run to repeat. It's even harder to repeat. That's never been done. So we want student athletes to have a championship mentality, a championship just mindset of what they want to do because we have what we call 100-100 behavior. All those things mean we want people that's going all out all the time academically and athletically. So if you fit that, San Jose State is the place for you to be. No, definitely. 100 Yes. 100 Hundred hundred. Maybe that's gonna be our title of this episode. Hundred hundred. And I think that definitely that, you know, everyone needs to succeed. And I feel like you can succeed on the field, but also academically that will help you out. And it really motivates you to try kind of harder, you know, at school, you know, you wanna play your sport, so try hard during school as well. And, you know, yes. I am definitely honored and I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day. I know spring ball just started. So yeah, I got practice tomorrow. <laughs> I got to get out of here. No, I, 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 was, I was more excited than y'all. I told you I like to talk. This is what I do. Well, <laughs> I was definitely excited because like I said, I'm a dancer. And when TB was like, yeah, he danced for MC Hammer. I'm like, oh my gosh, when I was nine, I was doing the, ooh, <laughs> ooh you know, yeah. and you right. created that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. So, that's, you know, mm -hmm. it's crazy how the world works, but here at the Beyond Football Show, we like to spice things up. So you are not done yet. No, no, no. Everyone has their favorite song. I have my favorite song. Hannah has her favorite song. So, Coach Carter, we just want to know, what is your favorite song? And can Ooh. you sing for us? Okay. Well, when I was, before I, there was an MC Hammer, there was me in a talent show in high school. And we used to imitate Morris Day and Time. But I was Morris A for Alonzo, and that's my first name. My, my group was called The Hour. So we used to call ourselves Morris A and The Hour, and that's when putting on the hits used to be on. And we got on the show, we took first place and won the whole talent show. So my, we performed The Bird. Now, I don't know if y'all know that because y'all are a little young, but people that's listening don't know, when you get through, you can Google The Bird. What is that? That's a song, and it starts, it goes, t -t 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 America, have you heard? There's a brand new dance and it's called the bird. You don't need no finesse. 
your personality. Just you just need two arms and an attitude. Everybody sing with me. Come on now. What? Hallelujah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on now. What? Hallelujah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, that's all. That's all you need. Love it. You love to teach the bird. Born day and the time. Check it out. <laughs> Well, you heard it here, guys. Look it up. And honestly, like I said, again, thank you, Coach Carter. This was probably one of my favorite interviews just because it's <laughs> so fun, you know, and your background story is so cool. And it really shows that, you know, even though you have a great opportunity, you can always strive for more and you can always do better. And like you are the product of doing great and here you are a coach at a d1 the yes. a d1 school and we're mountain west champs so and on top they, of that overcoming adversity and that's exactly. yeah. I love to stress as well and, to and, and, and that's, the, that's the last thing i want to say there's whoever's listening to this there's there's a young man that doesn't have a father in his life there's a young man that might be living with guardians or group home, foster home, whatever that is. There's a young man out there that's probably living in a, a, a drug infested house with family, not knowing how they're going to get their next meal. Right. The biggest thing you can do is lean on your faith, whatever that is, and lean on education. Because despite everything I went through, I knew education would change my life. The statistics show, I'm from the crack era. That's when crack was at its peak. Crack cocaine was at its peak. And a lot of people was dying. A lot of people were going to jail. And I just told myself, despite me not getting a scholarship, because I wasn't the best athlete, despite all these different problems, my education is going to make me be the best version of myself. And yeah. once I become the man that I am, I now give that back to my children. I now make sure that they have a better life than me. So starting off from the very, very bottom as a high school coach and to be a division one football coach, that's something that I prayed on and that's something that I worked on. And I want to outwardly say he's real humble with, I want to thank coach Brennan for believing in me and giving me this opportunity. But it goes back to what you said, Hannah, networking. I was networking back then, not knowing really what I was wanting to do with myself, just meeting people and being good to people. People exactly. remember you. Exactly. Your name is who you are. Your resume is your name. That's who you are. So if you are mean to people or rude to people, they will remember that. So who you are and what you represent, how you carry yourself professionally, especially my African-American young men, you will never see me walking around campus. I know it's a cultural thing. The do-rags, the beanies, the hoodies. You're going to always see me carry myself as a professional coach. I'm going to make sure I am walking around. Look what I got on today. I didn't just put this on. This is my no. non-field. <laughs> I do this. This is what I do. So you want to make sure that how you want people to approach you and respect you, you present yourself that way. You would never know I'm from the inner city of Oakland. You would never know I'm from the hood, which I am. But I'm <laughs> proud of that because I changed my life 
and I'm a living example of you can be whatever you want to be. So I just appreciate y'all for having me on here to tell my story and share my story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to our listeners out there, we hope that, you know, you took some advice, you know, wrote down some amazing quotes from Coach Carter because I mentally took notes of these, you know, sayings. So thank you again. And remember to check out our Instagram and our Twitter and, you know, tune in next week to find out who we interview next. Is it a coach? Is it an athlete? Mm. Is it a mentor? Mm. You'll find out next mm. week at the Beyond Football Show. Bye, everyone. Spartan up. Spartan, Spartan up. up. Yes. Climb that mountain. <laughs>